Hey, 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 everybody, it's Kevin from the Imperial Wrestling Podcast, the most intelligent wrestling podcast, period. You can always email the show at the Imperial Wrestling Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the web at www.imperialwrestlingpod.com. We are also seen actively on Twitter. So utilize those resources and feel free to be a part of the most intelligent wrestling podcast, period. This week's episode is all about Brian Pillman Jr., And the reason why we need to do a compare and contrast on this, after all, this is the podcast that does comparisons and active contrasting, which makes us unique from the other podcasts. And also it changes the perspective and the dynamics of what we see in the wrestling world. The wrestlers are people just like you and me that chose a profession to be a pro wrestler. And there are obligations and responsibilities and diligence that come with that as a professional. The reason Brian Pillman Jr. resonates with me is my father and I have the same name. We are also in the same industry and we've done a lot of things together. But at the end of the day, we're both our own men. And while the bond of father and son is inevitable and is something that cannot be erased, the paths that we choose to make may not always be aligned. And that's what's so interesting about Brian Pillman. His father, everybody knows Flying Brian for the most part, in or out of the wrestling world. And some of the his early days, especially in the WCW, Flying Brian Pillman Sr. in this case, was a really good wrestler. Uh, And he had some incredibly good matches. And he really made a name for himself. And then the alignment with stunning Steve Austin in those days to be the Hollywood Blondes. And then we started seeing this character evolve that was almost insane. Um, And some really sad and unfortunate things occurred for Brian Pillman Sr. in this darkness, if you will. But what many people need to realize is there's still kids involved with this. And I had an opportunity to meet Brian Pillman Jr. at a Black Label Pro wrestling event in Crown Point, Indiana. And I talked to him Maybe for a few minutes. It wasn't a prolonged conversation. But I told him that I admired his father in the younger days and that he reminded me a lot of him. And what Junior said was, hey, thanks. I appreciate that, but I really didn't know who my dad was. He wasn't around very often. I I took a step back and you get this dose of reality that Here's this guy that looks just like his father. Build, look, hair, everything. So similar. 
Surely the genetics resonated with him. And here he is, a, a pro wrestler. His tag team in AEW, for crying out loud, is the Varsity Blondes. But the point I'm trying to make was that really stuck with me because he didn't have a relationship with his father. And his, in the midst of his dad's craziness and wrestling and all that stuff, here's this young man that doesn't really know his dad. And we hear these stories over and over, not just in wrestling. I know we all know the Ric Flair stories and things like that, okay? But I think that's just a stigma with pro sports and the lime life anyway, is these guys travel to do what they do. They're on a road a lot. They live out of suitcases. So having a relation of any kind with a, a, a spouse or a child, it's got to be really difficult. Now, I'm not saying it's not possible. Clearly, that's not true. There's a lot of relationships and families in wrestling, and they and they figure it out. But here's a guy that's telling me, you know, at this time, he might have been 20, in his mid-20s. I think he's 27. He, You know, he's not even 30 years old yet. That's how bright the future is for him. But that resonated, that stuck with him. And he was able to convey that to me. And we had a dialogue about it. And I really appreciated the fact that here's an, an inspiring young man that could easily go pretty much wherever he wants because of his father, but took his own route to get there. To me, that's really cool. And that says a lot about Brian Pillman Jr., Clearly then he autographed his photo for me and I, I thought that was super cool. I still have it. And I'll hold on for forever with my wrestling keepsake and memorabilia, things like that. But I think it's time for Brian Pillman Jr. to build a character, to establish a gimmick, and really shine as a pro wrestler. His ring work is good. I like what he's capable of doing in the ring. He's very athletic. Uh, and he's had some great matches against some really good wrestlers. Uh, Major League Wrestling, before the COVID uh, hit, he was working closely with Kevin Sullivan. And I think that's interesting because if you know the story of like Chris Benoit and Kevin Sullivan... And then here's another Canadian wrestler that's trying to make a name for himself. That's cool. That's really neat because we're seeing here that, well, Lance Storm, let's back up a bit. Lance Storm trained Brian Pillman Jr. That's pretty cool. And then Brian went through the independent circuit got into Major League Wrestling, was working with some great characters like Davey Boy Smith Jr. And he had some really good matches. And then here he is, the contractual allowances, if you will, have allowed Pillman Jr. to compete also in the AEW, which I love when contracts are open like that, by the way, that allows wrestlers to go back and forth. 
I think that's really cool. I like the open source method of being able to appear in multiple brands or multiple leagues and and go for it. Uh, That's really neat. So with that said, Brian Pillman Jr. um, is wrestling in AEW. Now, what I didn't like initially, he was losing all his matches. Um, His tag game was losing all his matches. And they finally get a big win over the Dark Order. Um, he's been in matches against Chris Jericho. Um, so he's been on the main roster, if you will, with some very solid, professional, established talent in pro wrestling. What I'd like to see what Brian Pillman Jr. is, not necessarily put an end to his varsity blonde thing. I like that tag team. And I watched his partner come up as well through the independent scene. He's a very good wrestler also. And and maybe they'll do some things together for a while. I'm not sure. But selfishly, knowing the core person partially that Brian Pillman Jr. is, and knowing the information that he shared with me, and I being a complete stranger... He told me this, and I'm not saying he confided and we had this magical moment, but he was unafraid to share this with me, which tells me that two things. It bothers him a bit that he didn't know his dad. And secondly, he is his own person. He is his own wrestler, and he is ready to do his own thing and certify himself as his own pro wrestler. And I think he's got everything you need, size, the look, the charisma, the athleticism. He is ready to be a bona fide superstar. And I'd like to see how the AEW, once again, with his own talent, without taking some old guy or washed up talent from the WWE, Here they are. They have another opportunity to create. I'd like to see just how good the AEW creative team is. And this is their moment again. You've got a talent, an established talent, a rising star that's about to enter his prime. What are you going to do with him? How are you going to maximize this opportunity for you And for him. And this is the hurdle the AEW has to overcome. They've got to build their own stars. I cannot emphasize how important that is. Here's a guy at ground zero that they can make the ultimate hero. This is what they need to do. And this is why I always scream on these podcasts. I would love to be part of the AEW or the ROH when they're creating a character that the world may not know big time yet and make that talent big time. That's exactly the gap they need to fill. And in terms of Pillman Jr., Here's another outstanding talent 
that needs a polish gimmick and can just be in the main event with virtually into anyone. And I want to see them do that. I mean, I've seen Darby Allen in the independent scene. Small guy. He had some great matches. I talked to him. But Pillman Jr. is a little bit different to me because he's got the size and the look of what's always been considered a look and persona of a pro wrestler. You have that in this guy. It's time to make Brian Pillman Jr. a household name. And it's sort of time to erase the tarnish legacy that his father had at the tail end. And I think Brian Jr. has the right attitude, the right level of optimism to do just that. He is more than capable of accomplishing a new light, a new reputation for the Pillman name. And maybe it means not being known as Brian Pillman Jr. He started his career that way. He clearly has good intention. But maybe it means he gets a name. You know, what that name is, I've got some ideas. And if you want to know them, Tony Khan and the AEW can call me. And for a nominal fee, I'll I'll tell you what those gimmicks are. I've got a storyline for him. If you want to call the Imperial Wrestling Podcast or email the show and set up a meeting, I'll tell you exactly how to use Brian Pillman Jr. and how it's going to benefit both him and the entire company. Because he's one of those talents you cannot let slip away and end up in the hands of the likes of Vince McMahon and the NXT And the sky's the limit from there. You have him now. The question is, what are you going to do about it? Brian Pillman Jr., he's a rising star. If you're a wrestling fan, keep tabs on him. That's why we made this all about the Imperial Wrestling Podcast. Brian Pillman Jr., Thank you so much for listening, everybody. This is the most intelligent wrestling podcast, period. I'm your host, Kevin Mihok. Good night, everybody.